Welcome to the Alpha Dude Podcast with Michael Pulser. What would it be like if you knew that you were unstoppable and you could live life on your terms? Better yet, how good would it feel knowing that on your deathbed, you had fulfilled all your potential and more? Life on Earth has a beginning and an end. It's what you do in the middle that counts. Let's look at how to make that part even better. Okay, so... I just got back from the Tony Robbins seminar and it was absolutely incredible. It was fantastic. There was over 7,000 people, a massive amount of energy and so much packed into four days. I mean, literally this guy is amazing. He would just speak for hours and hours and he would have no concept of time and have no toilet breaks or lunch breaks. He just keeps speaking and speaking and have so much good stuff filling us up with these insights about his take on psychology. So if you have a chance, I cannot recommend highly enough that you check out one of his events. The event that I went to was called Unleash the Power Within, which is a four-day event. And I did it at Sydney and attending, I think there was 7,100 people, give or take. And the energy of the room, the charisma of Tony Robbins, it was a fantastic experience. So this episode, we're going to examine Tony Robbins, his seminars, and also bring on some other attendees from the conference to get their perspective. And most of these guys are also coaches. So let's begin. Firstly, as I said, it's an amazing event, four days long, and I cannot rate it highly enough. So if you get a chance at least for the experiential value, you need to check it out. As far as the materials that are presented, I mean, I don't think there was anything groundbreakingly new, particularly if you've read his stuff and even if you've listened to this podcast before, it was it was kind of edifying that most of the stuff that he talked about was kind of similar to the stuff that we talk about. A few extra bits here and there, a few different bits, but pretty much the same in consistency. But it was the experience of seeing someone who's mastered this over decades and just brought it to the forefront through his books and seminars and audios. And he's just a living legend in the field. So the experience is absolutely worth it. Uh, Poor Tony, his, his voice, as you've heard, he's got that amazing kind of husky, strong voice. And he's got the acromegaly, the gigantism, which I think was from a pituitary tumor. So he's a huge guy. And he mentioned that he can only actually talk for a maximum of one day at a time. So he can't do two consecutive days. And what this means is that when he did his presentation, he would actually only present on day one and three. So you'd only actually get hit Tony on day one and three. And on days two and four, you would either have some of his other speakers, or you would have maybe a video on the big screen of Tony Robbins giving some presentations and you get a lot of information because they just pack it into these long, long days. I think some of them were 10 hours or more. It was, it was incredible. His speakers include a guy called Joseph McLennan III and he's incredibly charismatic. He's, he's in his 60s and he looks extremely young, probably 30s and very funny, very charismatic equal energy to Tony. So that's fantastic. Some people do get disappointed that he's not there for the full four days. Um, But no, that's actually an interesting part to make it a diverse range of speakers. So let's break it down a little bit. Day one, 
Day one, you go there and you're just inundated with all this knowledge. You'll just be talking, talking for hours. You'll do these exercises where you get all hyped up, fire off anchors, get yourself ready because it's all about overcoming fear. And then once you overcome fear, he tests it out. He gets everybody at the seminar to walk over hot charcoal, over fire. They, they call it the fire walk. And it's an incredible experience. And if you get a chance, you have to do it. And the whole seminar is kind of put on the foundation that, look, if you've overcome this, then you can overcome anything. And then once you've done day one, you're ready for day two. Day two, as I mentioned, unfortunately, Tony Robbins doesn't present live, but you do have the videos. You have that Joseph McLennan III who presents, and he's really interesting. They go through a lot of psychology, which is heavily predicated on NLP and a lot of Tony Robbins material that you get through his other mediums. And they also cover other bits and pieces like business and other things. Uh, day three, they call Transformation Day, and they go through a lot of psychological patterns and one of the patterns that you may be familiar with is where they go and pile on a negative set of experiences. And in doing so, it's incredible because there is so many people in the audience. There's the thousands of people all experiencing these negative emotions. And it only takes one or two to really get into it. And suddenly you can hear like some screams, some cries. And before long, it, it sounds like you're in hell or you're in Auschwitz and there's just like a massive atmosphere of people who are, are just beside themselves with, with untold amounts of sadness. And then they contrast that with moving out of that and the potential that you have to make a change. And it's, it's a really powerful process. And that's just one of many things. He also does anchoring, which we've talked about before, but does this in two unique ways and one is that he just spends a lot of time on it but two utilizing the power of the crowd where they've got lights they've got big screens they've got thousands of people all firing anchors at the same time it just makes it so that it's really powerful and it fills up your your whole physiology so that you can really experience that anchoring at a deep level and then day four is what they call the health day, I think. And that's where they just go through a lot of health tips. They go cover some more psychology. They go through a bit of business. But be warned, there is one negative aspect of the seminar, which I found just a little bit off-putting. Now, at all these seminars, you do expect a degree of upselling or, or just selling follow-on courses and products and that sort of thing. And it was evident throughout the whole course but towards day four, it became hyper-selling. Like, it would, it'd be a thing where they'd bring on speakers and most of the speakers would have their links, but others would actually be there just to promote their product. And others would come on, they'd speak about something about psychology for a bit and then spend the next 40 minutes talking about how you can then enroll in stage two of the training and all predicated on the philosophy that you need to keep the momentum up and while there's nothing wrong with that it was just done at an incredible pace it was it was with such intensity that in front of me I saw they had this this special where people could sign up and get this discount or whatever and 
I saw people just rush up and I did the mental maths and in that five minutes, there was about $200,000 worth of sales that were made right in front of me just in that very short period of time just by by framing their products in such a way. Now, I'm not saying that it's not a bad idea to do. In fact, some of the products look really good and if I had the time and resources and hey, that would be an excuse if you ask the Tony Robbins team, but if I if I was so inclined, I would love to do those courses. But they did push it extremely hard. And one thing that left a bad taste in my mouth was we would do these anchoring patterns where you get in your peak state and then they would fire off anchors where you get in your peak state and then mention their courses. And so you associate powerful, great emotions with the courses that they do. Now, I find this personally manipulative. That's where I draw the line. So that's my only criticism for the course. Apart from that, it was an amazing time. And if you have a chance, you need to get down. Now, because this is just my take on it, I've also brought on other guests to talk about their experience on it so that you can get a 360 view. At the same time, they'll share their experiences. Most of those are coaches, and you can learn from what they perceive the course to be like as well. If you've been to any of these courses, leave a note in the comments or contact me, reach out, let us know how you're going. And if you attended the course with me, also drop me a note. It was fantastic seeing you all out there and I hope that I can do one of these courses again in the near future. Now before I finish up, I'd just like to examine Tony Robbins a little bit from the perspective of the Personal Upgrade podcast. And in the Personal Upgrade podcast, we focus heavily on taking responsibility. He did do one section where he did an intervention with a girl and the girl had some problems where she was blaming other people for it. Essentially it was a fact that she wasn't taking responsibility and through making her realize that she needs to take responsibility for everything in her life, being hyper responsible as we talk about, she was then able to realize that she needs to, hey, look after herself, stop making excuses and realize that blaming people is not the way and that she can do anything and overcome and she was really grateful for the process it was it was powerful to see because he really went in hard on her and most of the time you felt a little bit uncomfortable because he'd push and push and she'd give off these non-verbal gestures where it looked like you know hey you've you've already pushed enough and most people would back down but he kept pushing he's got this amazing ability to communicate and work the crowd. And in doing that, I observed from the Olfadude system, the four A's, the attitude, aptitude, amplitude, and altitude, and how he presents himself using the four things. And it's clear that his body language, his voice, his skills, and his mindset are all finely tuned for this unique experience. So that was something that was extremely impressive the way that he was able to work the crowd and the way that he carried himself. And one little bit that stuck out was also seeing somebody at the peak of their game actually show changes in their body language because you can talk about, read about, or even see examples about body language and how it affects things. But if you can watch slight shifts in his body as he describes how he carries himself, suddenly things start to come together.
And when we talked about body language in the past and about the ball in front of you pushing your sternum upwards, he showed that by moving that just a little tiny bit, it changed everything in terms of how he presents himself positively. To finish off, just some practical tips. If you do make your way to the seminar, make sure that number one, you bring lots of snacks. You can't bring commercially packed things. So if you bring protein bars and muesli bars, you have to unpack them and put them in a plastic bag or whatever. Number two is bring water bottles. You can't bring water in it. So just bring the water bottle along, you'll be fine. Number three is Tony Robbins is an alien. He loves it freezing cold. So bring loads of layers. I mean, literally on some days I was wearing like three or four layers because he cranks that aircon so cold. But then during the process, you'd be up and dancing and doing all sorts of stuff. So you'd be stripping off as well. So dress in layers. It will serve you if you go to the conference. And finally, go in with an open mind. On day one, if you don't go in and feel just maybe a little bit awkward and it's your first time, then there's something wrong with you because it is an artificial environment from where we usually are. We have people on the stage doing dancing, but the dancing is nothing special. It's kind of, look, I mean, you know me by now that I'm a Christian. I go to church. I don't really go to those churches like, um, is it Hillsong, where they do these concerts and there's clappy and dancing and all that stuff because sometimes it feels kind of corny. And that had that sort of vibe to it. Except one thing, the dancers were probably far worse at the Robbins event because they weren't really dancing. They were just kind of clapping and doing these basic, basic movements. And so you start the conference, you're like, what, what's going on? This is, you know, pretty weird. So you just push yourself to get into the atmosphere. And as you do, you realize there's method to the madness, that the rhythmic clapping, the chanting, the saying yes, 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 all the other things that they do are uniquely designed to get you in the right state of mind. So if you go there, go all out and just get past the first hour or two and you realize that everyone else is doing the same thing anyway. And finally, just try and have the best time you can and when the sales and that sort of thing come up, just make sure you go in with your open mind. I'm not saying that the courses that he has are not fantastic because I would love to go to all of them. But I would say that when you're in peak emotions and they're firing off anchors and associating it with their products and they're asking for things that'll cost over $10,000, maybe it's not the right time to make the decision. But apart from that, fantastic time. I hope you can go and maybe I'll see you at one of the future events. We all know the benefit of having daily routines and habits, which we build on to make our futures. In doing so, we can make it so that things are easy and effortless. And by going to the gym a few times a week, by reading a book or two a week, by making these moves towards our goals, all these things that we've talked about in past episodes, we can shape our destiny. 
But sometimes we also need a season of focused application dedicated to one part to grow up to the next level. And this could mean a period of training if you're into sports. Maybe you need to get away and do that training camp to get up to the next level. Maybe you do need to go to a seminar. Maybe it's something that you're not able to afford at the moment, so you can artificially make it happen now. That means that if you have a spare weekend, why don't you spend half a day, a day, or even the weekend just spending it, going through all the psychology stuff, going through the courses that you've accumulated, going through the books, doing the exercises, doing it ad infinitum until it really sticks into saturation point. Spend maybe an hour anchoring, get yourself back into routines, look at your whole life, the habits that you're doing, and examine it. Because once you examine your life through a period of saturated focus, it's amazing what it does to your focus as you go back to the routines and the habits. With that being said, I also met a lot of wonderful people at the event and I've connected with many of them and some of them are on the podcast today to share their experiences. Most of these guys are coaches and have their own takes and I'd like you to check out what they said about the the Unleash Your Power Within course and also their take about their backstory, psychology and how they've overcome as well using personal growth. So here are our guests. Well, good afternoon, podcasters. My name's Rob Elliott. I'm a sales and accountability coach, and thanks for joining me today. Last week, I had the complete privilege to join 7,500 of my closest friends at Unleash the Power Within. Yes, with the man himself, Mr. Tony Robbins. What a most amazing experience it is. Some people would say, what is a qualified life coach and business coach doing in an event like this? Well, even the best in the world need coaches, and I'm nowhere near the best, but I can tell you what, what an amazing three days. It's like being there, you're running around in reserve grade, and you're watching first grade up on the big screen. This guy is truly amazing. Just his presence when he walks on stage, anyone who was ever thinking of doing public speaking or presenting on stage to watch a master like him, he really, as soon as he gets out there, has the audience in his hand. He knows how to work them. He knows how to get them up. He knows how to bring them down. He knows how to call them out on their shit, as he says. And he knows how to show so much love. It's four days of which Tony speaks for two and one of his business partners speaks for the other two. The first day is really all about setting you up for the third day. I know that sounds strange, but I hope to unpack that a little bit further for you. They talk about the six human needs, the three forms of communication, processing your fears. I tell you... It really just sets you up to think about why you think the way you think, how you got to thinking the way you do today, and what you really need. And when you're communicating with someone, how to better communicate with them. Because to be truthful, if you can't communicate with someone and make yourself interesting to them, they're going to turn off from you. They're really, really going to think, well, you know, this guy's boring, or this lady's boring, I'm going to go and speak to someone else. 
but the energy in the room. Oh my gosh. When he turns around and he starts to ask you different questions and the music plays, every time you have a break, we come back, there's 15 minutes of dancing. Now someone like me, who has two left feet, wow, you've got to get up. You have no choice. 7,000 other people are up too and everyone's singing and clapping and attempting to dance, but it does set the session up. It is incredibly high energy on the first day. And it's all about saying to you, you can achieve anything you want if you put your mind to it. If you focus and if you're totally committed to what you're doing, there's nothing any of us can't achieve. And just to prove it, he gets us in that room and he winds us up to such a state that we walk out and I think 7,100 of the 7,500 people there, we all walked out and we walked on 2,000 degree hot coals. Yep, we did the fire walk. And it was an experience I thought I'd never do. If you'd asked me four years ago, ten years ago, Rob, you're going to walk on fire, I would have just looked at you and laughed. But I tell you what, kids, grandmas, young people, old people, it didn't matter who we were. We all walked across it. And did we burn? No way. We were totally focused on what we had to do where we had to go and what we wanted to achieve. And you walk across it, you get to the other side, step back on the grass and go, wow, did I really just do that? And yes, you can feel the heat. Yes, you can see it glowing in the dark, but you're not scared. You're totally confident in your own abilities. And for one thing, when you're walking out there, everyone's the same. You can be a multimillionaire, you can be as poor as anything. You take your shoes and socks off, you're walking across hot coals, doesn't matter who you are, you're all the same on that one. And you come out of it, you go home feeling, wow, I really can do it. The next day, wow, again, you can hear the passion in my voice. And that's one of the things that we talk about, finding your passion. You find your passion, you can achieve anything. If you truly, truly love what you're doing, you love your job, and you really want to achieve something, you will find a way to do it. That is just the truth. And if you're not, you can find the ways to close the gap. That's right, the gap between where you are and where you want to be. And you look at it, and to quote them, you decide, you commit, and you resolve. In other words, you decide what you want to do, you commit to the change you want to do, and you resolve to do it. When you nut it all down, it's really not that hard. It might seem airy-fairy to some people when they read about it, but when you get in the room and you're like me, you have already been trained in a lot of the things they use and then they take it to the next level, you sit there and you go, wow, if I could just take this back to my own clients, I'm actually going to serve them even better. Because someone like me, we like to give over 100% to everyone that we look after. And you come out of this and you, I think you're giving two, three, four hundred 400%. You really, really go. And one of those things is momentum. You need to build momentum. And they show you how to do that. They tell you what momentum is. But you can look at something when it's rolling down the hill. It builds up momentum. It's the same thing when you want to raise money, when you want to improve yourself in how quick you run or how better you play. Once you get a couple of wins on the board, momentum starts to follow. You get confidence and off you go. I can tell you what, don't go to this conference if you don't want to laugh, you don't want to sing badly. And you don't want to have a good time because, tell you what, all of them are there. 
the music is awesome, the people are awesome, the high fives, the hugs, the massages. It is really, really good. And it takes you out of your comfort zone. So I think that's probably one of the biggest things. Day three, well, he's back. Yep, the man's back, Tony Robbins. He only does every second day because his voice goes. And that is one of the most un, I can put it, unapologetically amazing days. You thought you were on a high the previous two days. By the time you get to the third day, my golly gosh, you are up there. He really winds you up. And, it's, and it calls you out. I mean, there was people there in the audience that he called some of their beliefs and what they were saying is bullshit. And he, you say it yourself. You're sitting there talking about what we call limiting beliefs. You know those little stories that our head tells us that we can't do, we won't achieve, and this is why we won't achieve? And then if we have any doubts about, oh, we think we can, another voice comes in your head saying, no, you can't do that, you're too old, you're too fat, you're too young, you're too blonde, you're too smart. All those silly little things come into our head. But you know what? That's all they are, is silly little things. And we sit there and you write down your three beliefs. And just like we would go through in a coaching session, find out what is holding you back. And then you work out, well, I'm going to get rid of that belief. I'm going to throw it out the window, kick it down the street, and I'm going to set a new belief. And that belief's going to be an empowering belief. Yeah, for people who haven't heard coaching terminology before, it might sound a little bit hairy-fairy, but it really, really isn't. Because the best people in the world truly believe in what they're doing and they go through it. And they sit there and it's, and it's like a pattern. They create a pattern in their world to achieve. We can all do it. We can start small. But I can tell you now, you go to a Tony Robbins event and you don't commit 100% and you don't have a good time, well, it's your own fault because this gives you every tool, everything you ever believe in. They have the most amazing support spe speakers come through. Even on the final day where they're talking about health, what you eat, how you eat. Yeah, it's maybe not for everyone on the last day. I didn't, I'll be honest with you, I didn't agree with a lot of the food people, but that's just a personal belief of mine. I like what I eat. I'm not the best, but, and some of this stuff, you know, we can all eat healthier. We can all eat better. So, but they also talk about sustainable success. In other words, how you make what you learn work when you leave an event. It's no different to when you go and you're doing soccer coaching or going to the golf or you're going to yoga. How do you, when you go home, continue learning and continue improving what you do so you don't forget what you've done? We all do it. We all go and think, oh, yeah, we'll copy that. I'll remember that. I'll remember that. You go out on the golf course and you forgot everything, everything they've taught you, or you remember half of it. Well, it's all about getting back in there and doing what you need to do. It's uh, If you ever, ever really want to challenge yourself and you truly want to improve yourself, if you do one thing, if you don't get a life coach and an accountability coach, if you don't get a sales or a business coach, go to a Tony Robbins event because in that four days, the money you invest, you'll get back ten times. You never, ever lose when you invest in yourself. You always get something out of it. You could get something out of just the person you were sitting next to. I chose to sit next to different people every day of the event and I think that's the best thing you should do. And in saying that, that's, you can be down the street and talk to someone who you don't know. Talk to someone in business if you're in business. Talk to someone else who plays netball if you're playing netball that you don't know. Ask them how you do what you do, if they're better than you. How can you improve? 
You know what? Just by asking a simple question, you might make a new friend. But I tell you what, someone might give you a tip to completely change your life. With me, I just turned around and went, wow, there's so many things I can better serve my clients, better serve my family, better serve myself. But in the end, he leaves you with a mantra. A mantra I'm going to read out to you now that I think that everyone should leave their life by. It doesn't take long, but it's something when you listen to it, you'll understand what he says. Mind you, there were 7,000 people screaming this at the same time, multiple times over an hour and a half when we were talking about things. But if you turn around and listen, and he says, Now I am the voice. I will lead, not follow. I will believe, not doubt. I will create, not destroy. I am a force for good. I am a leader. Defy the odds, set a new standard, and most importantly, step up. Podcasters, step up in everything you do. Step up in your work, step up in your personal life. Step up every day and commit to yourself that you're going to be a better person from the day before. You're going to be a better employee, a better mum, better dad, better boyfriend, girlfriend, better everything. You only have to do 1% or 2% every day, and I'll tell you what, people will notice around you when people are cranky, look at them, laugh, and they'll laugh with you. If you're at work or down at the sporting and things go bad, dance. Yeah, dance. Dance because life's good. doesn't matter who you are. If everyone's cranky and all of a sudden you start to dance, you'll get some strange looks, yeah, but they'll all start to smile. And they'll go, wow, you know, it really isn't that bad. Life isn't that bad. Life is awesome. Guys, thank you so much for listening to this short podcast. Enjoy the day. Live life to the fullest. And if you want to follow me, look up Sales Ontology on Facebook or Rob Elliott. I'm happy to keep in contact. And as I say to all my clients, have a groovy day. Hey, everybody. How are you? My name is Wasim Debussy, and I've been asked by Mike Pulsar to be a guest on today's podcast. It is my absolute honor and pleasure to be a guest here with the Alpha Dude Podcast and the Personal Upgrade. Today, I'm going to be sharing with you my story of how UPW Unleash Your Power Within with Tony Robbins, as well as immersing myself in personal development, saved my marriage and also saved my family. Before I get started, let me introduce myself. I've been... I've been married for almost 20 years and been with the same woman for 23 years. My wife and I met at a very, very young age. I was 16 and she was 15 at the time. We got together when we were about 18 years old at university and then we got married about 2021 20, and we've been together ever since. Now, life hasn't always been rosy. If you've been in a relationship or if you've been in a long-term relationship, you'll understand some of the challenges that you face as well as the challenges of building a family building your own personal empire, as well as raising kids. In today's society, our children have many, many influences, some positive, some negative. And it's a challenge for many parents to be able to connect with their children and make sure they are the number one influences in their kids' lives. Fortunately for me, I've been able to navigate through these the, the modern-day society's challenges of um, relationship, parenting, and also, you know, having an amazing family and having amazing children. I don't say this to impress you. I actually say this to impress upon you. Today, I'm going to share with you my journey of how I went from being an overweight, 
teenager and obese adult in my 20s who was who had a really really bad mindset was always grumpy always angry had a very short temper and relationship we started out really really great and then we hit then we went on the rocks and we almost lost it all then we we're able to rebuild from the ashes and come back to now we're almost 20 years of marriage and 23 years of being together we are more in love today than we were on the day we got married this is the story i want to share with you and the reason why i'm going to share this with you today and how i'm relating to upw because you'll see as i speak and share my story today you see that there is a direct correlation to the events that i went to up until 2003 i knew nothing about personal development i didn't even hear of tony robbins I didn't even know what the whole industry even existed i was a young man who had a who had a young family i was 25 years old at the time um we had a 400 we had just purchased a house in 2003 and a $450,000 house now back then we'd been out of uni for a couple of years my wife and I were about 40 $45,000 income each we also had a baby in 2003 so my wife was on maternity leave and our income was even lower at the time which meant that we couldn't even afford to live in our own house and we had to move in with my family and my parents to be able to rent their house out just so that we can pay the mortgage and pay the bills. With all those challenges, I decided that I wanted to do something, try and make some money online or make some money from home, etc., etc. And I never knew anything about that. So I started doing some research and ended up in a network marketing organization, which was great for me because it actually opened my eyes up to sales, which for me then became one of my biggest passions. Following that, or during that, I should say, we were introduced one night to a uh, personal development seminar, which was a seminar given by, um, by a gentleman who was the representative of Tony Robbins. Unknowingly to myself, I knew nothing about this industry. All that I knew was a great night, great um, meeting, and I walked out and I was feeling great. Now, this particular gentleman would not let me walk out the door without actually buying a ticket. So yes, he sold me hard. He, no matter what objection I came up with, he had an answer. And he would not let me walk out that door without purchasing a UPW ticket. At the time, it was around $1,000. Now, 2003, when you're on a $45,000 income, $1,000 was a little bit more than my weekly wage. So it was very, very hard for me at the time because of my limiting beliefs to actually purchase the ticket. However, he still he believed so much in his product and knew that, that what result I'm going to get out of going to that to that weekend that he didn't let me go. He made sure I signed and I went home, borrowed the money, and then buyer's remorse started kicking in. A lot of things happened after that, but I've already purchased the money. I already purchased a ticket, I should say, and borrowed the money, so I went to the event. And that event was absolutely life-changing. It opened my eyes to so many things in the world, so many opportunities that I didn't even know existed, so many things that, you know, a world of knowledge, a world of personal development, growth, contribution, things I didn't even knew existed. I learned so many new words, so many new things that I never knew happened or actually existed in the world. All of a sudden, now I found myself with all these opportunities in front of me and so much to do. The challenge for me was as a young man, I'll be quite honest with you, at the time my emotional intelligence was probably quite low. So I went out and I started taking massive, massive action with no plan. Obviously that didn't work very well for me. 
I said to my wife on the second day of UPW before I left home, I looked her in the eye and I said, life will never be the same again. Now, for those of you that have ever been to UPW and have experienced that and experienced what that actually means, then you come home to someone who has never been to or never been exposed to this type of events or never been exposed to this type of education, it can be quite scary. And I remember the look in my wife's eyes. It was a look of horror, thinking to herself, what the hell is happening to my husband? I had to then show her and give her evidence that I was actually becoming a better, better person. And this is actually going to become a better reflection on our marriage and as well as our family. That took some time. By the time 2000, or took some time, about six months to a year later, I was around that time, I was able to take her to her uh, first personal development um, event. It was an Attorney Robbins event. It was um, a small event by a small Australian company that they had a weekend, and then it was a quite um, inexpensive um, weekend, and it's a good way to get her started. It was nothing like the Tony Robbins one, but it actually helped us get her into, or dip her feet into personal development. And she loved it. It was at that time that she started coming along the journey with me. 2006, I went to my first UPW, uh, sorry, my first date with Destiny. So when I said when I went to my first date with Destiny in 2006, I remember sitting in the crowd watching these multi-millionaires and people who had massive, massive empires talking about all the things that they had, talking about all the money they had, all the wealth they had, all the abundance they had, and there I was three years after UPW still struggling to pay the bills and not knowing how to make my business work. I started, I quit my job by then. I started a small business from home while selling promotional products and I had no sales experience. I learned sales on the job. I would go out and I would door knock for four hours, five hours every single day. And back then we didn't have Google Maps. I went and purchased a map and I would map out the local area and go to the industrial area and just door knock and drop my, my uh, card off. This then grew my business. By that time, I still wasn't making enough. My wife was back at work and we had our second child by that time. We were still struggling. We were still living with my parents and still couldn't move into our own house. So moving forward, I went to Date With Destiny seeking a way to make more money. What I found at Date With Destiny was something completely different. It was during Date With Destiny on the day, if anybody's been to Date With Destiny, you'll know that Date With Destiny has different themes every day. So on a relationship day, Tony Robbins pulled me out of the crowd and he asked me a question, asked me about why I was there and asked me about my life. And I told him I'd gone to Tony Robbins, to UPW three years ago and I made some massive, massive changes in my life, but I wasn't making money. He laughed, made a joke that, you know, he screwed up my life, etc. The crowd laughed and then he asked me about my relationship and I told him during that moment that... I had a great wife, I had amazing two boys who loved me, looked up to me, we had great bonds, I'd come home and had a lot of fun with them, and my wife was an amazing woman, and then at that moment he stopped me again, and then he asked every single person in the crowd who would give up everything they have to be in my position, and surprisingly to, to me at the time, half of the room put their hands up including the people I was looking at with envy and probably some jealousy now thinking back. I was looking at them with envy and jealousy because they had so much money and I was struggling financially. 
But it was in that moment that I had an awakening. It was in that moment that I realized I have all the wealth that I need within me to be able to take my life to the next level. And I focused on my family. I started realizing the true wealth that I had. And when I started releasing that stress, that energy, that I do have the wealth that I need within me, and I have something that many people still desire, regardless of how much money they have, I truly understood that money and success is worthless if you have nobody to share it with. And it was during that awakening, that transformation in myself, that I started releasing a lot of the stress that I had around money and releasing a lot of the beliefs I had around money and all of a sudden as well as around personal health and personal development I became a better person I started enjoying my time with my family I started becoming more present with my family I started losing weight and guess what happened because I was in a better headspace my business started to flourish started making more money started moving forward making more money getting involved with masterminds started getting on stage, speaking in front of 700 to 1,000 people. And that was awesome. Life does always throw challenges at us. And I remember 2010 was one of the most challenging times in our relationship. My wife and I were in two different places. I was on this real big health kick. I was losing a lot of weight. I was getting fitter. I was starting to feel better about myself. And she was pregnant with our third child. So her mindset, if you know, if you're a woman listening, if you're a male listening, you have a, a partner or, you know, you know someone's been pregnant, you'll know that generally speaking, when women are pregnant, they start to feel, um, they start to feel down about themselves, they start becoming self-conscious, they start to feel fat. So all these things were actually starting to pull us apart because I was feeling so good. And I started acting up, started going out with the boys, hanging out, going out on a Saturday night, doing things that... You know, thinking back, we're probably not serving me and serving my family, but my mindset was in a different place at the time. And I remember on, um, I remember when my wife was about eight and a half months pregnant, I remember kissing my wife and not feeling anything because there was such a massive divide between us. And then we had to have the extremely hard conversations. And those conversations were, what are we going to do? What's the next step? She was eight and a half months pregnant with, my, with our third child. And it was a very, very scary time for us. So we sat down and we had the hard conversations, said the hard truths to each other. I had to listen to her hard truth about some of the things I was doing. And she had to listen to the hard truths about how I was feeling. We decided that we are not going to let this break us. We both committed. We both committed to each other that we are going to do whatever it takes to make sure that we repair our family. One of the biggest mistakes that we did after having kids was we put our children first. And this is something that I see again and again and again with many people when they have children, they put children first and not the relationship first. What this tends to do and what it did for us was it caused a divide. It caused a divide between us because we were so focused on the children and we were not nurturing our own relationship. We were not making sure that each other's needs are met, each other's wants are met, each other's expectations are met. We weren't spending enough quality time together. We weren't spending time to rekindle that love, to keep that, um, that fire, that, uh, that chemistry, that passion, whatever you want to call it. We were not working on that. And this is something that we have learned a lot from it since then because 
Just like anything in life, if you don't plan, you plan to fail. The same way, we hear this so many times in business. So many people go to business seminars, they go to personal development seminars, and then they, they plan for all these monetary things, which is great. Don't get me wrong. Money is great. Money is good because money gives you the opportunity to experience more out of life, and I'm all for that. Where I am challenged is when people put money before their personal happiness, where they put money before their relationship, and then money becomes the issue that causes a erosion of the relationship. We made sure after that experience, when my wife was eight and a half months pregnant in 2010, um, sorry, 2011, when my wife was eight and a half months pregnant, we made sure that we are not going to allow this to happen. We decided that we will put the relationship first because not only is it a duty for us to each other because we're committed to each other and we love each other and our relationship is very, very important to, to, to us and to each other, but it's also our duty to our kids to give them the role model of what a good, happy family unit, a good family home looks like to have that positive um, relationship model that mum and dad have actually provided for them. So that's when we decided to put the relationship first and 2012 was an amazing year for us. It was a challenging year, but it was a year of growth. It was a year that we re-fell in love with each other again because we started putting rules in place. We started putting the plan together of how we want our relationship to look like. What does it look like to be happy? What does it mean for us to say, you know what, we are a happily married couple? And that meant we had to fall in love with each other again. So we started from scratch. We started with date nights. We started with spending time together, asking each other questions, getting to know each other all over again. We were fortunate enough that we did not separate. We were able to do this while we were still living in the same house and sleeping in the same bed. But it was a commitment that we made to each other. We would have long conversations about what I did, about what she did, about how I became, how I felt the way I, I got to the way to feel the way I felt, and for her to get to the way to feel what she felt, and what were the mistakes that I did, what were the mistakes that she did. It's never, in my opinion, in my humble opinion, it's never one-sided, or it's hardly ever one-sided. Ninety-nine percent of the time, both parties contribute to the erosion of the relationship. And therefore, both parties need to come together to rebuild that relationship. And I was fortunate enough to have a, a wife and a mother of my children who had the intelligence and emotional intelligence to own up to her also, to her mistakes, and I owned up to my mistakes. So 2012 was an amazing year. We refill in love with each other. And then we did something which is also took our relationship to the next level. We attended Unleash Your Power Within, together in 2012. We had the kids um, looked after by our mother-in-law and we spent four days at Unleash Your Power Within together. We did the fire walk together. We did, um, we did the, uh, all the processes together. We did all the exercises together. We opened up to each other. We spoke about our deepest feelings, our deepest desires, our deepest fears. We spoke about everything. We broke through limiting beliefs together. We, both, we broke through beliefs about each other, about what it means to have a good family, about what success looks like for us. And we drew together a vision for our family. We drew together a vision for our relationship. 
we drew together a vision for our future as a unit and that catapulted our relationship to new heights and ever since then we've experienced new levels of love new levels of, of passion new levels of connection deeper and deeper levels which we never knew actually existed even to this day so what is it 2019 now so we're talking about seven almost eight years from then um we are still discovering new levels we are still we are more and we are deeply we are more in love today and deeply in love today than the day we were when we first got married and it was because we committed to one of the major things that i've taken out of um, upw from back in 2003 and every time i go back i remember it which is constant never ending improvement can i constant never ending improvement now since then i have actually gone back to upw two times since then because going back to 2003 when i experienced upw for the first time i made a promise to myself i committed to myself that i will gift this experience to my children i'm fortunate enough to have three boys two of my boys are now 14 and 16 and the youngest one is eight uh, eight years old obviously since 2011. So, 2017, I had the pleasure and the honor to be able to take my 14-year-old son back then, who's now 16, to UPW. When I took him to that, it, it created an environment for me and my son to bond. It created an environment for him to connect, for me to understand what he's going through, for me to understand his limiting beliefs, and really have those deep connections with him. And that made our relationship great it made our relationship and our bond together unbreakable to the point now where my boys know that they can be men they can say things that you know teenage boys would say usually only around their friends and they're comfortable enough to say those things in front of me because they know i understand what they're going through they are comfortable enough to speak to me about their feelings they are comfortable enough to speak to me about what they are going through and come to me at times of struggles and times of challenges, whether at school, whether at home, whether it's with their peers, because they trust me to give them the best advice. Because they see me not only as their father, but also their friend. And I've created that environment for them, an environment where they can be themselves without me being the angry dad and the hard dad that is always laying down the law. I turn a lot of blind eyes on certain things that young boys go through that I know are not going to affect their long-term development. If there is something that I know is going to, if it's a red flag, then I pull them up on it straight away. And they also now know and trust that if I'm pulling them up on something, this is a red flag. So they're open to that. 2019, I was again fortunate enough and blessed and grateful to be able to take my second son to unleash the power within. And with all three of my family members that I've gone to UPW with, I've experienced doing a fire walk with them. I experienced breaking through limiting belief. I experienced creating new goals, new visions that each one of us created for our future that now we share amongst each other as a family. And we support each other. We push each other. We hold each other accountable. We hold each other to a high, um, to a high standard. 
And this has been the biggest blessing and the biggest gift that I've been able to give my family. And this is one of the biggest things that I will, that I take out of UPW every single time I go. Further to that, because of the experiences I've had, and look, UPW, Date With Destiny are just two events of many that I've, that I've been to. Because I understood walking out of UPW and walking out of Date With Destiny is that for me to hold myself to a high standard and for me to be on that canine, that constant never-ending improvement, I need to immerse myself in personal development. So I've been to hundreds of different personal development seminars over the years. I've read hundreds and hundreds of books, always immersing myself, leveling up my peers, making sure I'm surrounding myself with positive people that are going to take me to that next level, people who are going to hold me to a higher standard. And by doing that, I was able to do that for my family. Now in 2019, I've turned my focus and uh, my career focus and my business focus to being able to offer this type of experience to my fellow men and fellow humans. So what I do now in my, uh, in my business is I empower men to reignite the passion in their marriage and become the top influencers in their kids' lives. I was fortunate enough to be able to go through what I've gone through and learn from that and be able to come up with strategies to overcome the hurdles and the challenges that we are facing in modern society when we are bringing up a family. Most of us work long hours these days, so time is of the essence. Time is usually a luxury that most of us cannot afford to waste, and therefore, most people or most of the people I speak to, they tend to spend that time chasing their dreams, building their businesses, building this, building that, trying to go for that financial success and that financial freedom, which is absolutely great. I do the same thing. I spend a lot of time in my business and I have a major, major focus on my business and my clients because I want to serve my clients at the highest level. And I run a gym also. So my time is of the essence and my time, my resource is very, very scarce. So I've been fortunate enough to be able to navigate through that and be able to use whatever time I have and allocate as much time as possible for my family so that they can benefit from my presence, so that I can be a true leader for them and also a true role model for them in our household. And because we've immersed ourselves as a family, we've been able to support each other on this journey. And this is why my passion now is to empower men to reignite the passion in their relationships and to become the number one influencer in their kids' lives. So what I'm going to offer any of the listeners, first of all, I want to thank you for spending the past 20, 25 minutes of your time listening to me. My, what I'm going to offer you is two things. If you want to level up your relationship, if you want to reignite the passion in your marriage, reignite that chemistry, that lust, and if you also want to become a better influencer, connect with your children, have that unbreakable bond, you can book a free mastery call with me in which I will go through and give you some of my strategies. I will put the link with um, in the show notes so you guys can listen to it. Uh, you guys can book that call. Also, for those of you that would like a free resource, I have a uh, free ebook which you can download and that's available on mandecoded.io. 
that's man decoded the io m a n d e c o d e d dot io thank you very much for your time i really hope you enjoyed this and i'd love to hear from you any feedback that you have i'd love to hear it and i'd love to connect with you so if you are watching this or listening to this i should say and you want to follow me on facebook just look up wasim debussy i have a fan page as well as my personal profile feel free to add me as a friend i always welcome people who are on that personal development journey and on that growth journey into my life thank you very much everybody have a great day and a great night and peace out to you and remember your only limitation is the limitation that you have set up in your own mind hope you enjoyed the podcast if so rate it from the place you downloaded it for any questions send an email to michaelpulser at gmail.com